0: Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the June 9th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. So today we'll be looking at Numbers 1257 to 1261 of the Catechism. Six, the necessity of baptism. 1257, the Lord Himself affirms that baptism is necessary for salvation. He also commands His disciples to proclaim the gospel to all nations and to baptize them. Baptism is necessary for salvation for those to whom the gospel has been proclaimed and who have had the possibility of asking for the sacrament. The church does not know of any means other than baptism that assures entry into eternal beatitude. That is why she takes care, not to neglect the mission she has received from the Lord, to see that all who can be baptized are reborn of water and the Spirit, God has bound salvation to the sacrament of baptism, but he himself is not bound by his sacraments. 1258. The Church has always held the firm conviction that those who suffer death for the sake of the faith, without having received baptism, are baptised by their death, for and with Christ. The baptism of blood, like the desire for baptism, brings about the fruits of baptism without being a sacrament. 1259. For catechumens who die before their baptism, their explicit desire to receive it, together with repentance for their sins and charity, assures them the salvation that they were not able to receive through the sacrament. 1260. Since Christ died for all, and since all men are in fact called to one and the same destiny, which is divine, we must hold that the Holy Spirit offers to all the possibility of being made partakers in a way known to God of the paschal mystery. Every man who is ignorant of the gospel of Christ and of his church, but seeks the truth and does the will of God in accordance with his understanding of it, can be saved. It may be supposed that such persons would have desired baptism explicitly had they known its necessity. Twelve sixty one. As regards children who have died without baptism, the Church can only entrust them to the mercy of God, as she does in her funeral rites for them. Indeed, the great mercy of God who desires that all men should be saved, and Jesus's tenderness towards children, which caused him to say, Let the children come to me and do not hinder them. Allow us to hope that there is a way of salvation for children who have died without baptism. All the more urgent is the church's call not to prevent little children coming to Christ through the gift of holy baptism. Okay, so this is, um, I suppose, a section dealing with the, um, the need for baptism, the necessity for baptism, is how it's titled. And um, this is something that get, we get a bit confused by. I suppose, first of all, to say that baptism has always been extremely important in the church. It's one of the main things that the church did. I mean, just before the ascension to heaven, Jesus said, go and baptise all nations. Go and proclaim the gospel to all nations. Baptise them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Those who listen uh, to you and believe it will be saved. So this last um, will of Christ, this last instruction to the church, this testament of Christ, is telling us to baptise. And so the church baptizes. This uh, this is something that the church has always done. there's something the church will always do. Now it's true that God is not bound by the sacraments. So Jesus told us to baptize, but He wasn't. Um, you know, He doesn't have to not save anybody who isn't baptized, although He has linked salvation to baptism in a very explicit way. But God, in his own mystery, and his own goodness, can decide to save somebody who wants to be saved, who is living a good life, who is trusting in whatever experience they have of God, that he can save them if he wishes. The church says that, you know, we can't uh, we can't say no to God. God can do what he wants. And it kind of makes sense that he'd want to save people who are trying to live just and upright lives. But the danger with this is sometimes then we get the idea of this... Um, anonymous christian or these uh these people who are um better off nearly not being christian that they're christian everything but name and it kind of says then why should we convert them no but the church always has to announce the good news always always has to invite people to to baptism and in a sense if there's any doubt you baptize if you're with the catechumen and you see is, is that catechumen ready or not if there's a doubt you baptize the same thing with the uh, it says uh, that if the parents aren't going to give any Christian formation to the child, the child shouldn't be baptized. But if there's any hope at all that they'll give Christian formation, then you go ahead and you baptize. And this is how we, um, this is how the church works, with this, um, with this great stress on baptism, this great stress on helping people to be baptized, because it is very necessary. It's not an optional extra. It's not a photo shoot. It's not just something nice but it's something that Christ told us that we need to do to be saved. That our eternal salvation comes through baptism, depends on baptism. And so this section is underlining this. As I say, not taking anything away from God's right and God's ability and God's power to save whoever he wants, but that as far as the church is concerned, the best way, the only way that we know for definite that we can get to heaven, is through baptism. Then, of course, there are the cases of people who are uh, on their way to Christianity, uh, the catechumens who are either martyred or just die a, a, another type of death before they have a chance to be baptised in the church. Uh, for those who are martyred, the church says that they have like a baptism of blood and then, um, which is like the baptism of desire that we talk about for those who want to be baptised but couldn't be baptised. that For whatever reason, our parents have wanted to baptise a child and unfortunately the child died before they could get to the baptism. And so this is... But this is why, in a sense, it's important to baptise. Not to leave the child six months, a year, two years. Or sometimes Sometimes people have got the attitude, well, we let the child grow up and when the child is 18, they can decide themselves. No, we bring the children for baptism. We allow them to be baptised. We bring them. We initiate them into the faith. Then, of course, when they're adults, they have to decide to live it themselves. But the initiation is given to them in the Christian family. That this is one of the sources of life for the child. So the same way as you can not say, well, I let the child decide if he wants to study or not when he's 18. Then you the same thing with the Christian, uh, the fostering the Christian faith in the child. That this is something that needs to be helped, needs to be developed. And the first step on this is baptism. So again, this section today is just underlining the very big importance of baptism. And we'll continue tomorrow. And tomorrow we'll look at numbers 1262 to 1274. God bless.